0: this is insanity radio on a 3.2 fm uh it's basically 8pm and this is cold brew uh series two episode two of my show my name's john uh so what am i doing today i'm going to talk a bit about what i've been up to what what's the day been like for me the week been like for me and then i'm going to share my mac and cheese recipe it'll all be good right so starting off the show i thought well. You know what, I'm gonna talk a bit about the weather because this week it's been terrible. I don't know why, I lived only on the other side of London for my whole life and I come here to Egham and it rains all the time. Just the other side of London, it is not like this. I do not know what's up with this place. Never in my life before have I had an umbrella to myself. We had family umbrellas for the odd occasion but I never had my own umbrella before. It's wild. And it's worse with the hill that the uni's on. And actually, the other day, uh, one of my lecturers said this uni's known as the, the uni on the hill. Never heard that before, never heard that before. But the wind is so strong on campus. So the other day, I think it was Tuesday. No, it, it wouldn't have been last Tuesday. It was the weekend. I was walking along campus with my umbrella was pouring with rain, so much rain. And I thought, you know what, I have to bring my umbrella. I have to bring my umbrella. Uh, and I had coffee as well. And usually I don't take both because I don't like having both hands full when I'm walking. But I had my coffee cup in one hand and I had my umbrella above me in the second hand. And just as I was coming up the road, uh, massive, massive gust of wind came, blew my umbrella inside out. And this isn't a small umbrella. This isn't a fold away umbrella. This is a one of the, the big umbrellas One of the golf umbrellas, which I only got for a pound, by the way, Uh, three pound, a pound that would be good, three pound for a golf umbrella second hand. You see, so there I was with this umbrella when it was upside down. It was, well, when it was inside out. that, That it was the height of me, almost six foot. This inside out umbrella, I was just standing there holding, and I had a coffee cup in the other hand. So I thought, well. I'm in the middle of a car park here. Outside the hub, by the way. Middle of a car park. What am I going to do with with this? So I had to put my coffee cup down on a plant pot and sort of unpeg the fabric from my umbrella so I could actually pull it back. So I'm fighting with this umbrella. And I turn around. There's some people in their kitchen just staring at me. They're literally just staring out their kitchen window at me, trying to reassemble my umbrella in this so much wind, my coffee cup's just sitting there wobbling I'm thinking that's going to fall over but I can't deal with that um, and that was a nightmare for me and that made me think you know what the weather here, what are we going to do about it what's the plan, what are we going to do about the weather in Egham I don't hate the rain that much it's the rain and the wind and i got to own an umbrella because I don't have I um, I don't have a waterproof I just don't own one for quite a few years now I just haven't owned an umbrella and it's not something I'm proud of at all because people keep telling me, why don't you have an umbrella? Hmm? I mean, I I have an umbrella, why don't you have a waterproof, what am I saying? Why don't you have a waterproof? And I don't know, I've got a waterproof like, but it was second hand and isn't waterproof anymore. And that was a pound, that was the one that was a pound. So there I am in the car park, just trying to deal with this inside out umbrella with these, with these people staring at me that was my uh weekly humiliation i guess so exciting for me you know dealing with the weather in Egham, it takes it's taken a long time and all my shoes are muddy as well because there's mud everywhere all over the you know you're just trying to walk somewhere and you're like well this path is covered in mud and it was worse last year when I was living in Kingswood because I lived in Kingswood last year and had to walk through those alleyways that are just, when they get icy because all the leaves on the floor, they freeze. That is terrible. Something else I wanted to talk about and it didn't actually happen this week, uh, but I uh, may have downloaded TikTok and that is something I'm no longer ashamed to say. I was at first. But I did it, but I know I'm not gonna get famous. I'm not under any illusion. Um, I did download it as a joke and I know it's being said by everyone, but I did. Uh, Made a couple, deleted them, made a couple more, deleted them. So now I've got an empty profile that I can just, cause the stuff is funny. The, you know, I really like the memes and I'll spend hours watching them. So apparently TikTok isn't named after Kesha's song, but it was a, an excuse to listen to it, wasn't it? But yeah. So basically users can upload a 15, up to 15 or up to 60 second video that can be shot in the app or out of the app, which is something that hasn't, a lot of apps don't let you do, is uh, share content from elsewhere, really. And there's a, is basically the app, the premise of the app is based on lip syncing. So, you know, I th- I'm sure everyone knows why I'm explaining it. So why did I get it? Because a lot of my friends had it. They kept sending me videos from TikTok. And I thought, you know what? I might just get the app so I can see the memes for myself. And then uh, people will assume that I've seen them and stop sending me them. No, that's not true. I just wanted to see them first, be honest. And I wanted to get in on those memes early uh, with the hopes of actually knowing relevant modern culture, modern pop culture. So I've tried uh using the app it's easy to use uh for me anyway because i know what i'm doing um i'm quite what's the word resourceful i guess so there's me having a little little play with the app and uh yeah just finding out sort of what i can do with it and i like the memes the memes are funny there's sort of all these there's this whole story thing so the sort of cosplayers will do this um There's some sounds... Oh, what is one? One of Dodie's uh, songs, she's a YouTuber, uh, talks about numbers. And there's this whole, you wake up in a world where everyone's rated um, on their whatever birthday. And there's people reacting to these numbers in this sort of story, within the story. Um, And that's a whole trend. There's lots of trends like that. And there's also dance trends, which a lot of people do just a song or a verse of a song and actually I was listening to a podcast not too long ago maybe in an article I read it was either something on Medium or it was a podcast I listened to Um, I should find that really it was all about how pop music actually has changed now that these 15 seconds and also it's the 15 seconds something to do with copyright law I'm not too sure is what you can share on the um, for example Instagram stories will take 15 seconds of a song you can share stuff like that and how pop music's actually changing to make those iconic 15 seconds songs that maybe have longer, uh, longer songs, more going on in them, don't necessarily, aren't necessarily as popular anymore because of that. So that's an interesting thing that's going on with TikTok as well. So it's shaping the culture in a way. You could read it like that. So I started using it. I can't dance at all. Can't dance for my life. So I've stayed away from that but you learn a few of the dances just by watching them even if you can't actually do them yourself you just sort of get a feel for them so that's my use of it then there's the led lights uh and we got some in the studio as well uh, loads of people on tiktok have them and i was like you know what i want some of them so i got some put them up differently uh put them up differently because like if the studio and you can see it if you go to the uh, insanity website you can watch the live feed from the uh cameras in here there's hit they're hidden so you can't see the lights themselves and i did that in my room put them behind my wardrobe so the wardrobe sort of glows um but the trend actually is to just have them on the wall and have like a bright line around the edge of the room which i don't dislike but i just put them up differently so i guess that's not going to get me popular on there either so there's that as well there's all these things um and that is that's today's culture. That's pop culture on Cold Brew. And Wild Child was uh, one of the songs by Ace Welder in Melody Festival. Oh, hi. You're listening to Cold Brew on Insanity Radio on at 3.2 FM. Now it's time for what I've been waiting for. Uh, I don't know about you. Um, you might not have read the tweet from the Insanity account, but I said I'm going to share my Oh I didn't write that on the tweet in the end. You know what, forget what I just said. I'm gonna share my mac and cheese recipe with you. Uh, now I did do it slightly differently to uh, most mac and cheese uh, because I put some, uh, I put a mirepoix in, so some carrots, onions, celery, chopped up, fried, put in the macaroni and cheese, which was a, like, I I think it worked really well. As someone who's had that for dinner today, I made three lots of it, so I could have it three days. It may last me a little bit, because, I mean, you can cook for a week, but do I really want to cook for a week? Um, Did I want to? I mean, no, I didn't, because I didn't want to have two saucepans of everything going, so I did one load. Anyway, so I put some veg into my mac and cheese. Turned out quite well. I'm going to share the recipe with you right now. So, uh... Let's go right ahead and and start that. So here's me uh, chopping up some vegetables um, to make my mac and cheese. So to start off with, I just want to be chopping up the vegetables. Got an onion, celery and carrot is the base of um, a lot of Italian dishes. I don't really know why I'm doing this. It's just what I know. That's how I start cooking usually, so... A nice onion, one stick of celery, and a small carrot. Um, Easy peasy. For the carrot, I'm just going to peel it trying to get as much in uh, each each stroke of the peeler. Not even my peeler, but big thanks to my housemate who uh, got it and doesn't use it. It's practically, I'm the only person that uses it, so it means it's mine, doesn't it, really? And I want the smallest pieces possible from this carrot. I'm not that great at cutting. Believe it or not, I know it's not how it sounds, I'm doing it quite safely. Well, very safely, in fact. I'm not in danger here. Right, that's slices. And now I wanna cut each slice into smaller pieces. Oh my gosh, I know how I'm gonna do I need a smaller knife. I've got a tiny knife. Each piece of carrot's going to be cut tiny. You don't want chunks in the end product. I mean, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I've never... Not even not made this before. I've never had this before, so... I don't know what I'm doing. And now the celery. I've just chopped a stick of celery into thirds. This one I'm leaving a bit more chunky than the carrots because they're gonna melt down a bit more. Then all of this I'm gonna fry in a large saucepan, large saucepan. There, there we go. So as I said, I'm not a professional chef at all. Um, and I know it's quite unorthodox to put vegetables in but trust me, it did work it did work in the end, it's a chef's base you can buy it in Tesco, a little bag of chef's base, ready chopped onion, carrot, celery Um, so I carried on cooking and then uh, well, you chop the vegetables you start cooking them I'm using a neutral oil, so vegetable or rapeseed canola oil is sometimes called as well And I'm just going to let that oil heat up for a second. I've got my chopped veg on this board, which I'm slowly going to try and put into the oil without spilling them. Okay, that oil looks hot enough. Right, and then in go the veggies. There we go, a nice sizzle. OK, so I've lost a few carrots into the flame. should probably retrieve them. Right, those carrots are going to burn unless I get them out of the flame. That's good, and then the great thing about a saucepan is that you can just sort of swish it around. Now that's all the veg. Right, they can just melt down in there. Uh, maybe a little more oil on them. Now, I mean, of course, you're supposed to keep the oil up before you put it in. Because putting cold oil onto the food isn't good. It slows it down. But I'm done. Now this saucepan has a lid, so I'm going to turn the heat right down and put the lid on. And they can just swelter a bit in there. And I can start doing the pasta. Okay, so I am quite messy when I'm cooking, but this year, in 2020, the year of 2020, I'm beginning to use the dishwasher. And it makes life a lot easier, to be honest, you know? not only myself but also my housemates don't have to look at my dirty dishes for a week and that is the power of a dishwasher so carried on you done that now for the pasta the main part of the dish really other than the cheese um, is the pasta so uh, yeah start cooking the pasta. The kettle's just finished boiling I've generously added salt pepper and mixed herbs to the pan Now I'm about to do... Now I'm about to do the pasta. So I'm going to put some salt in there. Again, I'm quite generous. Water straight from the kettle. Now I want quite a lot of water because I'm making quite a lot of uh, pasta. This should do me for four days. I'm going to put that water on. Make sure it's boiling before I put the pasta in. Uh, And then cooking the pasta. So, oh, my side. I was going to say, I've started mixing my own mixed herbs. Basically, just basil, oregano, thyme, marjoram, uh, because... Uh, it saves time I buy all four separately I found the recipe on the back of a where was it on the back of a jar of mixed herbs so I used that and here's me cooking the pasta I think I've already oh, apparently I'm cooking the pasta next so I've got a nice boil out of that pan I'm going to add my pasta I've got a nice serving spoon here and uh, I'm using Spirelli, and I think it's going to take up more space in the pan, so can't put too much in. I'm going to put four, uh, seven spoons, maybe five or six. Uh, Seven. So about third filled this large pan. Now the veg look done, I'm just going to transfer this into a plate. Because in this saucepan I'm going to be making the sauce. Actually, if I gather them up, I can put the saucepan lid over them. So, for the sauce, we're going to need a nice large bit of butter. And I'll stir the pasta as well while I'm here. It's going well. So, a nice large bit of butter. About a tablespoon, a large tablespoon, let that melt. I've used um, Vitalite dairy-free butter, but I don't really know if it really matters that much. melted so you've melted the butter in the pan, I'm going to pour the flour straight on top of it not too much, just a little bit so you can mix it into the melted butter this makes a roux this strange kind of, I don't know, it's not really a dough, but directly on top of that before it burns, directly on top of that sort of mixture I'm going to pour the milk, a nice glass of milk. I'm going to mix it a lot. Now I'm going to transfer to a wooden spoon, and the key is just keep stirring that or whisking it, you can whisk it I guess I'm going to add more water into the pasta so I had like a really large pan of pasta and I kept having to add water to it, um, otherwise it'd get too salty if you sort of I don't, I can't think right now, the water sort of goes down and there's more salt in it and then the pasta gets too salty so I would keep adding water yeah, because I was making a lot of stuff, I looked for elbow macaroni but couldn't find any in Tesco's, so there I had to go and uh I had to use Spirelli as I said, it worked really well basically, I'm really proud of how that came out, little improvisation but what else do I do, right carry on and I'm adding the cheese, finally, gets to that part of the recipe, now I've got this thickening I guess kind of bechamel sauce I've got some cheese I've just grated the pasta is almost cooked and you can use sort of I'm using a plain, mature cheddar. i have about 200 grams now. Right. Yeah, i use about 150, 200 grams. Of that, there's no real need to grate it because it melts uh, into the sauce. But it does sort of speed things along if you're trying to get it done quick. And before I've used a, um, I mean, I made this without the veg before. I used a mix of red Lester this to uh, give it a nice colour a richer colour I guess for the uh, medium of radio for the medium of radio I could have just said I did that but I haven't so I'm eating the cheese as well so that's good It's looking a bit too thick, so I'm going to put a tad more milk in. I'm going to chuck them vegetables back in. Alright, almost there. The pasta is still going. I want it quite soft to be honest. That cheese is all gone so I'm going to add my vegetables back in. So. Cheese sauce with mirepoix, and then That's going to just warm up in there. Put that on really low heat to simmer. I'm going to put a pinch of salt and some more black pepper. Then I'm going to drain this pasta. I've got a colander, so let's do that. And now that the water's out of that large saucepan, I put the pasta into the. Uh, this sauce can go straight on top of that in that pan. Oh, and it all fits. That's amazing. That looks lovely. Then I just stir it in. That is my macaroni cheese. And then I ate one portion of it and put all the stuff back in the dishwasher, where it was the night before. That is how I made mac and cheese. It was really nice. I should have put red Lester in, but I didn't want to go to Tesco's that day. I just wanted to use the stuff I'd bought already, and I forgot to get, mac, uh, forgot to get red Lester before. But it adds a lot of colour to the dish, so... I would recommend that. I don't really know how to cook, to be honest. Uh, That's just, you know, a really probably bad recipe. I used, you know, sometimes I make mac and cheese. I'll use a whole pint of milk. It's terrible. Um, And my vegan friend, Jorge, he makes it with uh, yeast flakes. It's nutritional yeast. And there's some other things he puts into it that are... Works for him. For me, uh, I make mine just with milk. What is it? Yeast flakes. There's a cheese sauce he uses, vegan cheese sauce, um, Holland and Barrett, and a, a garlic granules. That's all he really... And then water. It's based on water. And that's what I find I can't eat about it because it, of the water base. It, it doesn't work for me. But yeah, that's his mac and cheese the way he does it so the computer is being a little not working very well a little bit difficult but it's not cold brew unless it does that so I'm just going do my own thing I think I'm going to I think that's the show then so mac and cheese you can try it if you like this show again is going to be a podcast it's going to come out on the weekend or oh, if you want to use the recipe you can find the podcast just search for the cold podcast on any podcast provider it's there i've got most places it's on um it's on acast it's on spotify it's on deezer if you use that it's on google podcasts apple podcasts of course um as matt rogers said your phone is born with them uh so yeah Thank you for listening. This is Insanity Radio on a 3.2 FM. You've listened to Cold Brew, Series 2, Episode 2. Thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you next week. Quick note from me as I'm turning this show into a podcast here in Studio 2. Thank you for listening. I haven't yet got a plan for next week, but I hope I'll have one by the time the time comes. Speak to you next week.